brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will be your heart. Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds diligent on his arrival. Amen, I say to you. He will gird himself, have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in his way, blessed are those servants be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent servant, steward, whom the master will put in charge of, of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing. Truly, I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, the master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the manservants and maidservants to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day at an unexpected hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will, but did not make preparations, nor act in accord with his will, shall be beaten severely. And the servant who is ignorant of his master's will, but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much. And still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. 
the Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning, everyone. I have a story from a writer and a, a storyteller named John Shea. So here's what happened. He, he had just finished his talk in, in Oklahoma. And at the end, people would come up to him and ask questions. They would introduce themselves to them. So this elderly Native American man came right up to him. And he stood right in front of him. He had a large and elaborate belt buckle in his hands. It had many multicolored beads on it. It was really beautiful. With the belt buckle right in his open hands, he said to him, please accept my gift. John was a little stunned. He says, I can't accept it. So again, he extended his open hands out. Please accept this. He says, it's uh, too expensive, he explained. Like most of us, John was taught not to accept things from strangers, especially if they were expensive. And then the elderly man had some wisdom for him. You know you can give it to someone else. How could he argue with that? So John accepted the belt buckle. He never wore it, and he put it in a drawer, and it was just another one of his possessions. But later, he followed the old man's advice, and he offered it to a student who he was teaching, who was making great progress in his studies. Same thing happened. He offered it to him, and he wouldn't accept it. And then John told the story of how he got the belt buckle, and the student took it with a spirit of gratitude for the gift. The belt buckle was not a possession, but it was a gift to be given away and given away and given away. A lot of times in the gospel, we hear of possessions. Today we hear that the money bags for yourselves that don't wear out. Anyone have one of those? Sell your belongings and give alms. Be faithful and a prudent steward. I like that, this one. Do not store up treasure that moths can eat and thieves can steal. Rather, store up heavenly treasure. You see, the message today is that we're called to give and we're called to receive treasures. And where our treasures are, there also are our hearts. Okay, so Friday night, beginning of the weekend. We live in situ with my wife and I and a dog and occasionally a kid back and forth. But we live uh, in Situate and Situate Heritage Days are always the first weekend of August. So Front Street is crazy and... You know, I'm with my family, and we're standing in line at Dribbles. Have you ever been down to Dribbles? It's an ice cream store right on Front Street. It's a pretty long line. This little girl comes up to me. She's right in back of me with her mother. 
I think she's about five years old. She hands me a penny. And she said, I had dropped it. And it was mine. And her mother looked with pride. Looked with pride that the daughter was so honest. And I don't know what, why I did this, but I, I took a dollar bill and I intentionally dropped it on the ground. And I told her to keep it. I told her it pays to be honest. And of course the mother wouldn't let her take it. I guess she was teaching the daughter that it was good to be honest, but you shouldn't expect a reward for it. So they put me in my place. That was the real lesson, wasn't it? It's essentially difficult to live today's gospel. Really tough to live it. Tough to give up what we have. Tough to accept a gift when it's offered to us. When someone gives us something unintentionally or unexpectedly, don't we question, don't we guess, like, what is going on there? But Jesus reminds us, and he does it actually three times in this gospel, that we are blessed. We are blessed servants when we're diligent, when we're prepared, when we're ready. Much is required when we have much. Still more is demanded when we have more. So what are our real treasures? The things that are really important to our hearts. We shouldn't be people of closed hands. You know, keeping what we've accumulated, holding everything to ourselves. What's mine is mine and it's not yours. Closed hands are really easy to have. In the story of the belt buckle, John admitted that he never even dawned on him to give it to someone else. It was for him. It was a possession. And Matthew makes a point in his gospel that this strikes me as very powerful. You received without payment, and you give without payment. You receive without payment, and you give without payment. Nothing owed, no obligation, guilt. We should receive it, but we also should give. First couple of words in today's gospel, be not afraid. We hear that throughout the gospel. We hear it a lot in Luke. Do not be afraid. You see this freedom when we give with open hands, when we're courageous and without fear we give. Sharing our abundance, sharing our possessions is good, but it's even better. And what really matters to God is when we share our gifts, our treasures. It goes well beyond our possessions. Those are our real riches. And sometimes we share unexpectedly and without a plan. Wednesday afternoon, I get a text from my sister. She's down the Cape on vacation, but she had two, she realized she had two tickets to James Taylor and Jackson Brown at Fenway Park. It was a possession she couldn't use. 
So I just happened to be in Boston. My daughter works in town. I said, I'll take those tickets. So we made plans to go to the concert. It was an awesome concert. I really wanted to see Jackson Brown. We missed all of Jackson Brown because my daughter wanted to go to dinner first. But it was time with my, with my daughter. And we kind of joked the whole concert that I never saw Jackson Brown, I only saw James Taylor. Now she knew some of the music, and then she didn't know some of the music. But here's what happened. The very last song of the night, we did see Jackson Brown sing one song, but the very last song of the night, she did remember. It was a song that I played on a little cassette player in my first house here in Hingham. After her nightly prayers, I would pray this song, I would put this little lullaby song called You Can Close Your Eyes. I looked at her as a father of a 26-year-old, and she remembered that moment. The last-minute gift, the last-minute possession of tickets for my sister was much more for me than a possession. It was a real treasure, a real gift. It was the hours that I spent talking and just being present between a daughter and a, and, and, and a father. It was just a simple thing in our busy lives. We often don't take that time. It's easier to say no. It's easier to say I'm too busy. But you know what? Sometimes we do that. So we can open our hands to other treasures. Other treasures, maybe it's going to dinner with someone who's had uh, a struggle or is hurting. Maybe it's bringing over something to someone who's had just recently had surgery. And maybe it's simple as just listening. Listening to someone. Isn't that a real gift? Isn't that a real treasure? One hand may be closed, but the other hand is open. And we can go to others, maybe even today, with our own version of the bell buckle our own version of a penny, our own version of a gift of presence. Share the real treasure. Share, share the real gift. And make sure that you don't take no for an answer.
Surely sinking down, but the moon is slowly rising. So this old world must still be spinning around. 
Sing this song when I'm gone. 